Welcome to the Homestead Podcast. You are joining co-hosts Carol and Jamie of TwoGalsHomesteading.com. If you found yourself here, that means you are ready to take responsibility for what you eat, your family's health, and your family's well-being while living a simpler life. You can do this and have fun, saving money along the way. Let them help you unleash the homesteader within. By doing more with less, you will gain what is needed to create confidence, impact, and change in your life and the lives around you. Let's start homesteading, let's start now. We'd like to give a special thank you to PicoSupply.com for sponsoring our podcast. Hi, Jamie. Hey, Carol. All right, here we are, another week. Another week, and, and it's summertime it's, here. Yes, it's summertime, and the gardens are going in. I'm seeing a lot of people planting seeds and getting... Somebody just put their potatoes in, I saw, not too Aww. long ago. That she's, she's about 45 minutes from us, so I don't know... Yeah, that seems I a little mean, late for me, but I don't know. I just put mine in two weeks ago. Well, that's yeah, late, yeah, yes, yeah, but yeah. they'll still grow. Yep, they'll still grow. So we decided we were going to talk a little bit about getting ready for fall, fall gardening. As we're just, it seems weird because you're just getting your stuff in the garden. I know. Yeah. Now, but, so, but, but if you're going to put in, if you wait to think about what am I going to put in my fall garden until fall, you won't have a fall garden. I mean, um, it's just like spring garden. You need to start some plants from seed and some plants you can direct sow because your soil is warm now. Um, like cabbage, broccoli, cauliflower, all those you need to start from seed and then you need to figure out when. Yes. <laughs> and so while you're in the middle of picking your peas and finishing up taking those spring crops out <laughs> or as um, I didn't even plant them because it went promptly from... 50 degrees to almost 90 degrees. Right. I, I opted like going, I don't think I'm going to get anything because they're going to like fry. Right. I was going to say, I had um, a friend of mine who um, said her, all her cabbages or not her cabbages, her lettuces and her kale, everything was bolting for her yeah. and she had them in pots. And so she was, they were eating a lot because she says everything's starting to bolt and yeah. it's the beginning of June for us. That's kind of That's unusual. really early. Really, it's a really strange year for gardening here mm -hmm. in Minnesota. So, so if we're starting from seed, we need to start kind of planning what we're wanting for a fall garden now. Now, people say, "Why have a fall garden?" Well, if if you were if you had issues, if you had this like big dream of an awesome spring garden and it didn't happen for reasons <laughs> like weather, <laughs> weather, or or you're putting in some new infrastructure, and so you didn't get some things done. <laughs> she sounds like she's talking from experience. Yes, yes. Um, and I do know a little bit behind the story there. <laughs> yeah, and injuries and physical injuries, you know, when you hurt yourself and it's like, dang, you know, that getting yep. older number thingy is like happening again. Got most of that done now. So I've got got my new tanks put in, my new raised beds put in and um, changed out the wooden bed. And so now I'm ready to get okay. the rest of my summer. So now you had mentioned that you had decided not to put peas in and yes. some of those cool spring crops, crops because it got so hot here. Yeah. So have you replaced that in your garden where the peas were going? Did you put something else yeah, in? Yeah, I or? decided to put cucumbers there and then I'm going to plant um, more peppers, okay. hot peppers because um, somebody like over planted peppers. And so oh, you grew too many seeds. Yes. And so I have extra tomato plants too. Okay. I will have to find new homes for or they will go in the compost. Carol's waving her hand. <laughs> I only want three tomatoes. I think I gave you three yeah, tomatoes. You gave me more than three three tomatoes, but one of the pepper plants, some a bug has eaten it off already. Oh, 
Oh, okay. It's just got a little stem and one little, little <laughs> leaf hanging there. I'm like, hmm. So All I'm right. not exactly sure because I just oh. did, I just did put them in pots, you know, oh, I just okay. did container gardening here. So I'm not exactly sure what ate it or, you know, we've gotten a lot of rain and maybe the rain just beat it off. Beat it off. I honestly don't yeah, know. I have no idea how much we've had in the last two days, three days. I think it's rained every day for the three days. Yeah. I, off and on here and there. Yeah. But, so I, but don't I don't have my rain gauge out in my garden yet. And so neither do we. I'm, I'm guesstimating close to over an inch. Okay. Cause you had a downpour. We didn't get that. Oh, you didn't get a downpour. Yeah, we didn't get a downpour. So, uh, well, we must've got a downpour last night too. Okay. Because I had like uh potting soil mixed in with your compost sitting in my wheelbarrow. It is full of water this morning. Oh, wow. I'm thinking, okay, I'm making composty. <laughs> That's okay, too. We'll go pour that on the asparagus. Yes, there you go. Okay, so so back to fall, fall gardening. gardening. Um, um, so why do you want to plant a fall garden? Fall gardens are just like a spring garden. You can go back and plant some of those um, cool crops. You know, your brassicas, your um, lettuces, your kales, your peas. Um, you just got to time it, right? So to figure out how to time it, um, first you want to find your, your first frost date. Yep. Um, here, it's August, October 1st. And so then you want to look at the back of your seed packet and look at days of maturity. And then you want to look to see is it maturity from seeding or is it from transplanting? And so depending on what that is, so you have um, your, your day. So it's radishes are fairly easy. Radishes are usually average 30 days or 25 days, 30 days. And then you want to add because it's fall and the days are getting shorter and it's getting cooler it takes longer for your crops to grow. So you need to add at least a week to two weeks to that 25 to 30 days. Oh, I did not know yep, that. I learned that a few years ago. Okay. And then if you need to start it from a if seed or you know, if you need to grow them like you would in this wintertime, then you need to add on, you know, do you need to tra- you know, start four to six weeks before you plant them? So then you're going to need to add that on. And then they say add a week for grace. Okay, so then I can see where for Minnesota right now that you would be looking at um, that because if our first frost date is October October 1st. And you've got 30 days. 30 days, so we'll just use radishes. Yep. um, And you go back 30 days. So now we're we're, at a week. We're at September 1st and we're into the end of August. Yep. Right? Yep. And so radishes you could plant first to second week of August and stuff. But if you're going to do... Cabbage, cabbage or cauliflower, they're usually average 40 to 50 days, I think. From plant or from... Not, from yeah, from seed, transplant. From transplant. So then you need to have a transplant. So, so you, you need to start that front seed, seed. So we need to start them now. We're recording this June 8th, I think we decide. Yep. To, so you need to be starting those seeds now. Yeah, and this the will next prob- couple weeks. That, so yeah, so if you're going to start, start your cabbage, things like that, that you need to have a transplant, you need to start them now. Ideally, um, you can't stick those in the ground and grow because they will probably fry off in the heat yet that we have to come. Oh. So you need to ideally put them in a cool place where it will get some sun, but you don't want it to get the eight-hour baking sun that tomatoes and peppers like. So a shadier area yeah. somewhere. So, so I'm going to put up one of my mini little greenhouses on the north side because my house is not square to the world. Mm-hmm. And so it'll get morning sun, but afternoon shade. Okay. And so and I, that's the hottest part of the day yep. is the afternoon. So yeah. That so that's total what sense. I'm going to do. Or, you know, or you put up a shade cloth 
If you have a mini little greenhouse, put a shade cloth over it, put a sheet over it, you know, something that will help give it some shade. Or if you, if you don't have anything else, I would say, like they say, you know, you can plant lettuce sometimes like under a trellis of cucumbers or something like that. But it's just like, you know, you you like when you're, uh, when you do your seeding in the wintertime or in the springtime, however you want to say, where you put them on a heat mat for them to get going. Same thing. You got to keep your seeds moist until they're germinated and they're up. You're going to have baby them still. Even so they whole, still need some warmth. Yeah. So they still need the warmth, but yet you still got to baby them from the sun yet. And actually I've never done, I've never planted cabbage, broccoli and stuff in the fall for the fall. So I'm going to try this year. And so okay. we'll see what happens. Cause I want to, you know, cause I have the green stock garden planters. And so I want to try some of those in there. And then I want to try to covering them. They can take a little bit of frost. Your your brassicas. Yep, yeah, they're a little bit hardier. So they can take frost. I have it written down here somewhere. Let's see if I can find it. Vegetables that can survive a light frost include beets, Chinese cabbage, cauliflower, celery, collards, collard greens, onions, potatoes, bib and leaf lettuce, mustard, parsnips, radishes, spinach, and Swiss chards. And the flavor of some, such as collards, parsnips, is in fact much improved by exposure to spells of cold freezing temperatures. That I knew. Yeah, I think I'd heard that yep, too. I have read that Never grown parsnips. I was going to say, I've never grown yep. some of those. So. And even hardier vegetables can survive temperatures as low as 20 degrees, which includes cabbage, broccoli, all your brassicas, carrots, kales, leeks, rutabagas, and turnips. And even uh, upon thawing out, these hardy vegetables will continue to grow between freezes. I wouldn't imagine they'd grow much. Right. And if you mulch, um, the hardy ones too, if you mulch, you can keep them a long time, even into Minnesota weather. I've done it where I put a bale of straw over carrots that were planted in ground. I was digging them for Thanksgiving. This was as long as your ground, the ground doesn't yep. freeze. That's yep. the trick. Yeah. Once the ground freezes, you, you can't get them out. Yeah. As I say, you would not be able to dig them anymore. But Here in Minnesota anyway. Yeah. But climates, you know, like Southern Arizona, Texas, Florida, Georgia, even maybe anything along the Gulf Coast, I can imagine you could probably grow into December, maybe even. Yeah, I'm not sure when they stop their gardening stuff in those states. Because like I have a friend in Louisiana and she's harvesting tomatoes and peppers already. Yeah. You know, and I don't know if she started them from seedlings. I honestly don't know. But she's had a couple blueberry crops already. And I was like, man. Yeah, we don't. (laughs) I don't have it apples or anything. Yeah, it's just amazing to see the how the temperature and climate affects yep. that type of thing. And we're just not used to having vegetables like that. And yeah. You know. My brother's girlfriend that lives in Arizona, she um gardens year round, but she does it in straw bales because the soil is so sandy there. She can't get it to hold water. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, that makes sense. That's interesting. So so that's it. So that's how you figure out when to start. And so, so you it, go to your, day, your very first frost, frost date, date and then you figure well, out what it is to maturity. So you're going backwards. Yeah, you got to think backwards, not think forward. Backwards. Maturity. And then you got to figure out if you're growing up from, from a seedling seed. or if they're a transplant. Yeah. And then you add one to two weeks because it's fall and the days are getting shorter and it's getting cooler. Mm-hmm. At least for Minnesota. For Minnesota. I yeah. don't know about the rest of the world. Um, yeah. I would assume... North Dakota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, yeah. probably all the same kind of. Yeah, I would think we're zone four. Yeah, we're kind of in yeah. that same area. Okay, so if I want to plant 
broccoli and cabbage for a fall crop, I need to, if I'm going to start with seeds, which around here you would never find plants. No, you don't find plants. I mean, I was just at our local farm store and they still have plants. There's still peppers yeah. and yep. and squash and all that stuff that you can buy as plants. Um, but, but those are not going to be there much longer because no. usually those greenhouses are shut down by, by July 1st, and maybe a, earlier. Yeah, July yep. 1st. Yep. yep, I would say they're they're closed. So they're clearing because yep. our little store in Kirkoven, they're clearing scene, everything. All their plants are half price. Yep. I walk through, yep. they're going, oh, do I have space? So, so, okay. that, so that's when to plant. Do I need to do anything special like um, with the soil and everything? Do I need to do anything different? You had mentioned like putting mulch over the top to get your season to extend. Um, is there anything I need to do? Just, just, now, I mean, if I already harvested my, say yep. I got, got all my lettuces gone and everything because yeah. everything's going to bolt yep. here. And so now do I reprep yep. that what, soil again so that yep. I can put my cabbages in? And yep. You can need to, you know, throw in some compost, okay. some starter fertilizer or whatever you have access to. So you need to rejuvenate, especially if you're in a raised bed or a garden bed or a container like we are. Mm-hmm. So, because that soil use the plant has used nutrients out of there. So, I'm going to harvest something, take, clear out a spot in my raised bed. Then I'm going to sit and think, okay, what do I want to put back in there? What can I put back there? And how much time is it just going to be a succession planting? I don't know if I'll plant radishes now, but you know, okay, what can I put in there for this fall? Is the way I'm going to look at it this this year. I'm going to try to do a better fall garden than I've done before in the past. I've done like radishes and lettuces, mm-hmm. which is really easy because you can think about those you know, Labor Day weekend yet and right. get it done and get get something out yeah, of it. because there's such a short maturity but, thing. But, but like beets, beets, those beets are your, your, you're going to do from seeds too, but you need to start those because I've started those around Labor Day and I don't get anything but greens out of those. They don't produce a bulb. And or, you, when you say start, you, you direct sow those yep. in your garden. So how early can we plant beet? I mean, could you plant beet seed now? You could still, yeah. I'm going to still plant some. You're gonna, nah. Okay. Um, but they might, I don't I don't know how. You got to watch them because they're a cool season crop and you have to watch them and they might get big and woody if oh. you let them to go too long. So you just have to pick them. You just got to, it's like everything else. You just got to watch what you're doing because I'm going to plant carrots even though carrots are technically a uh, fall crop or a spring crop. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to plant some right now. Okay. But then I'm going to still plant when like when my onions come out, I'm going to plant some more over there. All right. So while Jamie's taking a break. Jamie's reading her notes. We are going, going to, to take a break here and hear from our sponsor. Family owned PeteCoSupply.com brings small town customer service to their online farm store. PeteCoSupply.com specializes in automatic waterers from top brands such as Miraco, Jug, Franklin, Trojan, and Ritchie, as well as other products for your operation. Find your farm supplies and automatic waterers at PeteCoSupply.com. That's P-E-T-E-C-O-Supply.com. PeteCoSupply. Okay, and we're back. Yes. Generally speaking, here is some rule of thumbs for when to start. 10 to 12 weeks before the first frost is broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cauliflower, uh, cabbage, carrots, and celery. You said 12 weeks? 10 to 12 weeks, 10 it says. 10 to 12 weeks. Um, so I was thinking I read that. That's almost months. three months. Yeah. That's like two and a half, three months. Okay, so, yep, so, so we're in June. Yeah, so what is it? So September, August, July. July. Yep. So eight to 10 weeks uh, before frost is arugula, Chinese cabbage, collars, kale, lettuce, mustard, greens, spinach, Swiss chard, and turnips. And then six to eight weeks for beets and radishes. Go with and the one. That's four. not what you've experienced. No, though. not that's when the first year Bob went out to Sturges that 
I planted a, some mm-hmm. right after he, right when he was gone, I think, when they Okay, that would have been August. Yeah, that was the first part of August. And I still only got, I didn't get oh, anything. Know, we might have had an odd growing year. Yeah. You know, you don't always, if you don't always think about that, you know, that might have been something, maybe your soil wasn't good or, you know, who, yeah, who knows? Yeah, that was before I started putting your compost on it. Okay. Or your bunny yep. rabbits. Yep. <laughs> bunny poop. Bunny poop. Bunny poop. Because it's really dark this year. I can't, I'm surprised how dark my soil and my raised boxes are. Well, that's and that, good. And it's the only thing different that I did last year uh-huh. is I put your bunny poop on it. Yeah. And it takes a while for bunny poop to break actually down. break down and everything. Cause yeah, yeah. Now I look at it going, Oh, do I want to put my hands in there? That's bunny poop. <laughs> um, here's some more um, tips for it. Um, you want to mulch your beets, carrots, turnips, and parsnips before the ground freezes hard. Oh, that I already said this. Mm-hmm. And then um, the tops may wilt, but the roots will survive. And you can, um, with the mulching and stuff. And actually, I've done kale where I've mulched it. And then I put like a hoop house just with, you know, plastic. And mm-hmm. I made PVC pipe, like a row, row cover. Yep. And actually, so then in the spring, I pulled the mulch back and I already had kale growing. It survived our Minnesota winter. Oh, wow. And so you kept that, you kept that uh, tunnel. Yep. So I had it mulched tun- and then I had a plastic cover over it. And you left that there all winter. All winter. And it survived. It came back in the spring. And that was in, uh, in ground or yeah. in, in your garden no, bed? No, that was in ground. That was in ground. Okay. I think that makes a difference. Yeah. If you have a raised bed. Yeah. I don't know I if think, I'd be able to do that. I might yeah. try that this year and see what I get. Yeah. It's yeah. Probably, it's it doesn't always really clear. cost you a whole lot. No. You know, I mean, I already got time. the plastic in the... The, I use PVC pipes, then I stick it down just in the dirt, and that's my that's my hoop house. Um, with fast maturing crops such as lettuce, hardy greens, stagger small plantings um, every few weeks. So you could start, you know, I would maybe start August. You could, you know, so you're doing succession planting, you know, but they're not bolting like they would this time of year. Now you gotta you gotta watch your lettuce and your spinach and everything really close this time of year and stuff. So I I am gonna try some, but I'm gonna try it in our green stock in the shade and see what I can get out of it. Okay. Here I have a question about yep. your green stock. So now when you decide to harvest your, I'm, I was thinking you had cabbage growing in. I your, have kohlrabi growing. Okay. okay. So when you take that kohlrabi out of there, then what are you going to do with that? What you can put in there instead? I don't know. Well, if it, you know, that's the one that's in the, sh- it's going to be that's put, a cool one. Yeah. It's going to so be it's a cool. take longer. Well, right now I have it in this shade, but I'm gonna I'm gonna when I pull the kohlrabi out, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to put lettuce in there. And so you're kind of looking at a fall crop then. Yeah, in that already. Those. Even, but I'm going to try to keep see how long I can keep it over the hot summer. Okay. You know, if I can still keep getting um, you know, lettuce out of it, radishes every now and then. Mm-hmm. But you know, like it's like you're only putting three. Each pocket only has three plants in it mm-hmm. of lettuce and radishes. So that's not. Yeah, you're not getting a bumper crop no, or anything like that. No. But and that's fine. I'm the only one that eats lettuce out of the garden and radishes out of the garden mm-hmm. in our house. So it's like, well, that's perfect for you. Yeah, then. yeah. And if I if I stagger the pockets, if I plant two pockets a week, I should you know theoretically be enough for me. Right. You know. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Trying to read my okay. notes as I'm talking. Right. Well, so. while you're doing that, I'm going to talk a little bit about. We we have made uh, contact with fourjars.com and um, they are sending us some product oh, for us to try. I know Jill from the Prairie Homestead has tried these yep. and she really likes them. So we are going to be 
well, when our gardens start producing here, and although you said you might do some jam. Yeah. So um, those. You got rhubarb coming in. Yeah. I was going to say, I got to go over to your house and pick some rhubarb oh, too. Oh, so it wasn't you. <laughs> no, I have <laughs> not been there. some. Oh, no, I have not been there. Um, but anyway, so if you want to check out um, fourjars.com and that's F-O-R jars.com, they make a canning lid that's a little bit heavier than your ball and cur lids. Um, we're going to give them a try. They got thicker rubber, don't they? I think so. I've been hearing really, really good reviews on that. I have too. Yeah. And so it's a chance to give that a try and we're going to see how their product works. And I'm hearing that people have very, very little fails with oh, the that canning, would be with nice. the sealing. Back to, even though you're thinking, you're thinking falls, most of the bugs are starting to, you know, population is starting to go down. Mm-hmm. You still got to think about your, your pest that would pick on your gardens, you know, so you still have to think about, um, you know, your cabbage moth, cutworms, and those you still have to take, you know, there's less of them, but you still have to watch for them and be prepared to do what you need to do to combat those things. How do you combat them? Um, Now, since I went to raised beds, I don't have cutworms anymore. Okay. And I quit growing cabbage, so I wouldn't have to (laughs) master the moth, but I am going to try to you know once i pull my onions out that's what i, I want to put cabbage in there too okay um because i'll make sauerkraut or something with it but um like my kohlrabi i always get they always get eaten so i'm going to actually i'm going to try um a row cover i seen a bird netting that looks kind of gauzy i want to put that around because all my kohlrabi on the bottom of my green stock and so i'm going to try to wrap like a blanket or something around okay them to keep the cabbage moth off for like cutworms. What I used to do with my cutworms, I would save my toilet paper rolls okay, and cut little collars. You know, you cut them in like little, you know, three inch, probably cut them in half and then cut the tube open and slip them around your, your plant. And then I would stick them down in the dirt. Okay. So that they, they, I don't know if Where they, cutworms come from the ground. Yeah. Okay. That they would eat my tomatoes. So do they eat the root? Is that or no? They, they cut the, they, they cut it off. At, they cut it off a ground level. Oh, okay. See, I've never so experienced a, cutworms. So, so all of a okay. sudden, your pepper plant or your tomato plant will just tip over, and it's like, okay. Oh, oh that's yeah, gotta be frustrating. It was so <laughs> frustrating. Um, and then I, it said here about aluminum foil to make a collar with aluminum foil too. I suppose they can't. Yeah, you know, I suppose they can't. So get, maybe if you take the toilet paper roll and cover it with aluminum foil, maybe. Yeah, it would make because uh, the aluminum foil the, or the cardboard is going to break down. Right. And, uh, no, and then the, the aluminum foil you have to pick out when you're cleaning. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you make sure you remove that. Yeah. 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 One of those things I would remove it because it would, because every now and then you'll find one of those stickers from your, yep. from your fruit in <laughs> yep. your compost. And I was like, oh, damn it. <laughs> it's like, I just found one today. I was like, what is that? Oh, that's a sticker off something. Well, so, they say those stickers are edible. Did you know that? Seriously? Yep. I'm not eating one. No, I'm not eating one either. <laughs> <laughs> but I have read that. You know, I read it on the internet. Must be true. <laughs> it must be true. Yes. So, you know, this is probably going to be our shortest podcast we've done today. <laughs> because it's really, you know, because a lot of what we, everything we did for the spring, starting seeds and spring garden, basically you're doing now. You just got to get your timing right. Yeah. You, and it's same thing in the spring. I mean, when you're doing your seeds, yep. you kind of have to get your timing right there yep. too. And I messed um, my t- spring timing up because I was like going, we've got like feet of snow. It's going to take forever. Mm-hmm. And, and it was gone. And it was gone. <laughs> in days, it was gone. 
Yeah. And you know, and you never know. I mean, yeah. You could get an early frost too, you know, yep. and it, Oh yeah. Sick. One year I remember it frosted in August. Yep. It was a very light, it was like 33 degrees. Yep. And I was like, Ugh. yeah, we had frost. I know when we put um, grapes in out here on the farm Oh, and we got, we got hit with frost like September 1st. And it killed a lot of those first year grapes because we had just planted them. And yeah. That, that, and yeah. That took care of them real quick. So yes, you can have that happen. Yeah. You have those and, freaky. Yeah. So because you, know, you just plant and hope for the best, right? When they say, and they say, when they say average, it's average. And they say October is our average first frost. I always, I, uh, September, I always think about the middle of September. Yep, so do I. I always, I'm always prepared to bring out all the sheets and everything to cover the tomatoes because we'll have that one night that it, it's frost or maybe two nights that it frosts, but mm-hmm. then we'll, we then it will, warms up. and it can go into October. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, you've got to know your weather and not be shocked. Yes, that's exactly right. It's like, oh, okay, let's go with it. You just got to be prepared. Um, for a fall garden, is there any, um, do you um, water differently at all or? No, you know, it's still a thing. You just got it. You got, well, when you're seeding, if you're starting from seed, you got to make sure it stays wet mm-hmm. because once the seed gets wet and it starts to germinate and if it dries out, it's gone. And so you, ha- you need to keep your seeds moist, not drenched and so that they will germinate. Carrots are the hardest <laughs> for me to germinate. I mean, they are really picky about the drying out thing. Yeah. See, I watched somebody and she put her seed down in her raised bed and then she put a plank over the top of it. I just read to that. To keep it wet. You know, she she watered it and everything. She put the plank down. Mm-hmm. I don't remember how long she left the plank there. I would she picked long. it up and there's all her little seedlings. I'd heard or uh, a gunny sack. Oh, okay. Oh, I have a gunny sack. Yeah, they say... Carrots are a trick yep. to grow. I last year I had no I, I got them to grow, but even when I had an in ground garden, they were tough to get up and get going. Yeah, I, I don't remember my mom ever having problems. We always had carrots. Yeah, we and did I'm like, too. well, I don't know. I I couldn't grow them when I tried. I that's, didn't have much success, so I, I always know. thought it was bad seeds. <laughs> yeah, that's what I blamed it on too. It's got bad bad seeds. Can't can't be the gardener. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Where we know everything. So so that's really fall gardening in a nutshell. It's just that you don't want to be planting thinking you're going to have tomatoes. You don't want yeah. to be, you need to make sure no. you're doing Unless your cool it, season crops. And I mean, at least in our environment. Yeah. Um, now, if you're fortunate to live in like, you know, zone eight and up, you know, eight, nine, 10, 11, I think Florida's got to. I mean, yes, you could start a fall crop of tomatoes mm-hmm. and peppers and have them go through probably till spring and if you're fortunate to live down there in one of those zones i wouldn't know what to do. yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't know i wouldn't understand how to garden there i wouldn't be able to figure it out it's northern people yes that's northern people we're just we're used to our little short times yeah we're we're so rushed we're so rushed we always feel so rushed in our garden yeah Yeah, that's very true yeah it's like yeah you're like trying to get everything in and and then somebody goes you want to go do this and i'm like oh (laughs) (laughs) sure we'll go do that and i'm thinking when can i get this done it looks like you know it's like you just ad lib yeah i go with the flow all right Uh, okay anything else that you can think of um, as soon as we shut off the mic, I will. Yeah, you probably. Um, the big thing now is that we're we're waiting for to be able to start harvesting. Because as far as I know, you have not harvested anything besides like uh, rhubarb, asparagus, and asparagus. Okay. Yeah, that's all I've harvested. Is that and that's probably about all, all you uh, get yeah. here, especially if you started with seeds. Yeah. And um, 
Oh, well, I suppose that lettuces and stuff. You, I mean, well, my, my friend lettuce? Heather was was harvesting her lettuce and her. I don't know. She she grows a lot of more of those odd greens? lettuces and greens and oh. stuff. They eat a lot of greens in her household, okay. and so she she has a lot of you know weird ones I've never heard of. I can't even think of any. Well, at I had the moment, to replant but, my lettuce. I didn't grow. I okay. using, I looked at my seed. It was a two thousand nine packet. So. Well, that might be part of your problem. <laughs> so, and so I replanted it last week and I just looked this morning and I was like, oh, they're growing. Yeah. And you said your, your potatoes had come up too. Yes. Yeah. And, but then with a, cause they sit on the back, the outer back door that we never use. And, but it's right on the corner of um, a roof oh. that doesn't have a gutter and it washed one of them out. Oh no. And so, and so I got to think I have four box, four pots and I planted three potatoes in each one one didn't grow I, I reached down and thought okay is that one I buried too deep because mm-hmm. that was what I was thinking I thought oh no I think I buried them too deep but they came up because I went digging for them and it's like oh no they're growing so but then I went down and dug and I dug in the potato and it was just mush and it was like oh, oh. oh. <laughs> and it smelled <laughs> really bad <laughs> mushy potatoes are not yeah, fun so I'm thinking can I go buy a potato <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to go to my, because I have my little grocery store had seed potatoes. Oh, okay. So I'm going to go buy a potato. <laughs> I'll just take one. Thank I'll you. i take one potato to put in that one spot. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And you had brought over some of your seedlings yep, for brought, me. Yep. Peppers and tomatoes. tomatoes. And I actually have two jalapeno peppers growing on my I did not see plant. that when I brought it to you. I, yeah, they had to be there. I, yeah. I can't believe that they weren't. But I was like, I planted Mine them. Are... I transplanted them into a bigger pot, this one single plant. And I watered it. I come back the next morning and there's two little peppers on it. And I was like, where'd they come from? Magic, <laughs> magic. Yeah, I noticed that mine were, the my jalapenos were blooming. Okay. I well, didn't really look close enough. I was going to say, this one probably had bloomed and those <laughs> blossoms had come off and yeah. I just didn't see it under yeah. a leaf. I swear it was not there. Yeah. But it's just crazy. Like, yay. Yay. Yep. And um, one the, ones one. that, the ones that I bought because the jalapenos I planted did not, none mm-hmm. of it, I planted them twice and they did not grow. I might have to look at the data on those seeds. <laughs> yeah. You might want, you might want to get a fresh I, pack. <laughs> because I, I do keep my seeds until. I did too. Until they're pretty much gone until mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I'm not getting germination. Then I'll toss them. Mm-hmm. But then I had beets like that too. I had a pack of beets that didn't, none of them grew. Oh, okay. In my green stock. And I'm like, going, oh, okay. Yeah, it's kind of disappointing. Yeah, and then you got to you know? store it. So that sets yeah. you back about two weeks. Cause, yeah, because you got to wait seven to fourteen days to, to see, see if it, it germinates. Yep. Have you ever thought of um, on those seeds where you're questioning if they'll germinate if you wet a paper towel, put them in a paper towel, put them in a Ziploc bag, and put them in the window and leave them for a couple of days and I, see if they'll germinate? I've seen that, but um, you'd have to notice how old they are when you're planting them. <laughs> <laughs> You don't notice until after like, they don't why germinate. Aren't they, why aren't they growing? And then you invest like, oh, those seeds are 2009. Okay. Because a lettuce, a pack of lettuce seeds last you. I was going to say. When you're only, thing. when you're the only person that will eat leaf lettuce and you're only planting one to two squares, you know, in the spring and then one to two squares in the fall, they last you a very long time. I, yeah, I was going to say same thing like with zucchini. Oh, yeah. Because um, you really only need to plant one seed, two at the most, you know, for yeah. most people. Now, yeah. some some people probably do a lot of freezing and all that kind yeah. of stuff, but I well, that about was cucumbers. I didn't look at the date, but I mean, I planted eight seeds, two per square. You know, it was supposed to be one plant per square in square foot gardening. And so I planted two seeds. <laughs> hoping to grow yeah and so to guarantee that i'd get and so it's like but you know i think this is the third year second year that i planted out that packet and there's still probably enough there for two more years 
yeah, sometimes with the seeds, it's like, uh, but you don't want to waste them. No. Don't want to waste them. Unless you really hated the plant. Yeah. Unless you're like, well, that's okay. I don't want to grow that ever again. Well, that was <laughs> a, a certain bean a few years ago. They were like, a, they were pole beans. Grew way taller than I am. Yep. They can. And yep. then and then the beans were like really long. Mm-hmm. And I thought that if you did not get them on time, they got chewy and tough. Yep. And I yeah, thought... Pole beans are tricky. And I thought, nope, we're not growing them. <laughs> I don't know what kind they were, but we're not, I threw those away. Yeah, if you don't, if you don't like them, you yeah. should not grow them. You you said yeah. that before. Yeah, don't plant something that you don't intend that on eating eat. or canning yeah. or yeah, whatever. You need to you need to make sure you plan for that so that you're not yeah. wasting your time and wasting your precious garden space. Spe- yeah, especially if you have a small garden space right. like I do. Right, exactly. Yeah, or even smaller than you. You you've got even less space than I do because yeah, I just got containers. Yeah, I just got pots. Even though you have acres out here. <laughs> yeah, I have acres out here, but this they're. Used for other things. And yeah. I do have free range chickens out here. And that and will help yeah, themselves. Yeah, they will help themselves to anything. They leave my cactus alone. I have cactus sitting down <laughs> by the barn and they leave that alone. <laughs> I wonder if they try to. <laughs> I have no idea. But yeah, they leave the cactus alone. So maybe if I surrounded the garden by <laughs> with cactus. cactus. There we go. Now I have seen it um, because um, I have the neighbor's kitty has come visited my garden. Oh, she's adding a little fertilizer or he. I don't know what it is. Okay. Um, but I'd heard that where you could take like um, uh, plastic forks and stick them if oh. you have animals digging in your garden boxes to, oh, t- to t- yeah. stick them up with the prongs up. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'd get myself stabbed. I'm pretty yeah, sure. that's what I thought too. <laughs> <laughs> but who would get stabbed? Jamie yeah, would. Yeah, yeah, I would end up forgetting so, that they were there being careless and getting myself. Or at least I wouldn't be walking barefoot in. <laughs> yeah, that, well, that, in your raised beds, yeah, yeah, you wouldn't have to worry about that. Yeah, but I, I put chicken wire up. Okay. Is it working? Yeah, so far. Okay. Yeah, so far I haven't found anything. So it must not want to jump the four feet. (laughs) It's a lazy cat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah, I don't know a whole lot about fall gardening. You know, I've only done it a few times. And and of course, you know, how do you learn? You teach, you know, take what a little experience I know and let's research it. And actually, I mean, don't just go on what I said. There's plenty more out there because I was looking at about four or five different websites and it's like, okay, how do you pull all of this? together and so i tried to do that but mm-hmm. you know go there's gobs of you to actually the formula for this um epic gardener had an awesome video 10 minute video i think it was of of how to figure it out when to plant when where oh. he had the whiteboard wrote it out and everything and he's like uh-huh. oh that's when i went oh i understand it now <laughs> so that's that's good when you have resources yeah, like that so, you know the so, internet is 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 uh, you know, it's you so don't even nice. have to go to the library anymore. I learned everything from books from the library, but mm-hmm. now you can just like, oh, you have an idea. You sit down yeah. and you can start researching. Yeah, it's it's really easy. The internet makes that um, process so How much How did we simpler. ever make it through high school and college? Yeah, I know. I'm thinking, man, you had to go, you had to know yeah. where to look. Yeah, now no. you can just type it in Google and ask and she gives you a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, she gives her pages of where yeah. to look. Anything. I think that's it. I that's think it. We're got gonna, it. Yeah, Minnesota think, goodbye. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to be done and <laughs> make it easy for editing here. So, um, Um, Until next time, happy gardening. Thank you for listening to the Homestead Podcast's latest episode. Your hosts, Carol Radke and Jamie Kappas, are Two Gals Homesteading. To learn more, go to twogalshomesteading.com or the Two Gals Homesteading Facebook page at facebook.com slash twogalshomesteading. Editing, audio production, and marketing of the Homestead Podcast is the responsibility of Media Trendsex. The Homestead Podcast is an audio product of Media Transex, a limited liability company, based in Minnesota, USA.
we'd like to give a special thank you to picosupply.com for sponsoring our podcast.